This episode is brought to you by HP. When you're working apart from your team, feeling connected can be a challenge. Presenting HP Presence, a more thoughtful, human collaboration technology. With enhanced audio and video features, you can experience more genuine collaboration and feel more connected. Be in the room, from any room, with HP Presence. Learn more at hp.com forward slash presence. What is up, everybody, and welcome to Studio Day Heffery, where today you are talking to Scoops Cavanaugh. I've got scoopage, a couple of different things. Um... And I'll be clear about this. I'm going to talk to you about Amari Cooper, Tank Lawrence, and their primary focus of the offseason, the Cowboys, in terms of the draft. These are things that you never know what's going to happen in a draft. You never know who's going to be available at what pick. And when you hear things, I've been in sports radio for 11 years now, so you just meet enough people and you talk to enough people. So let me be clear with Scoops Cavanaugh. When Scoops Cavanaugh tells you something, it's things that I've heard that I know are being considered and that are very possible. I am not guaranteeing anything. But here is how I believe the Cowboys offseason is about to play out involving the two big names that everybody is currently talking about, Amari Cooper and Tank Lawrence, and then what I believe they're very, very focused on headed into the NFL draft. Number one, I do think that Amari Cooper will be a salary cap casualty of the Cowboys. I don't think that Amari Cooper will be on the Cowboys this upcoming season based on stuff, based on knowing lots of people and talking to lots of people who are somewhat maybe kind of sort of involved in different ways. I don't think Amari is going to be back with the Cowboys. Now, do we think that is a good idea? In a perfect world, you could keep all your good players. Is CeeDee Lamb ready to be a real-life number one receiver? Which guys are they going to bring back? What's your receiver core going to look like? Those are things they're going to have to figure out. But I do believe that we have seen Amari Cooper's final snaps in Dallas. Now, Tank Lawrence. A thing that I have not heard really bandied about, although I have heard, is a possibility. Is... Amari Cooper is the one that will be more likely, and I believe not back, because they can save more money by releasing Amari Cooper for a team that needs their money. Let me make sure I have my numbers exactly right, but I believe Amari Cooper saves you $16 million if he's not on the team, and so you can spend that on whoever you want, right? You could uh, keep Michael Gallup around. Good to keep Michael Gallup and Cedric Wilson around. Whatever. You can figure out what you want to do with that money. Yeah, you can save $16 million. With Tank Lawrence, you don't save nearly as much. And, much like Amari Cooper, he's still a very, very good player that you'd like to have on the team. So, a thing that is being considered, according to me, is Tank Lawrence. Did he and Coop have the exact same contract? Five for 105? Guarantees are different. Um... You could only save by cutting Tank Lawrence $8 million, and you're eating $19 million. So that's very different than eating six and saving 16 With DeMarcus Lawrence, a thing that is being considered, and everyone has to be amenable to it, but I've heard whispers that it's in consideration, is this team would love to keep Randy Gregory. It's going to be their offseason priority. It's going to be to keep Randy Gregory. Another way to keep Tank Lawrence, 
you don't have to restructure him and move money around. Straight up pay cut. Take some of Tank's money. He and his agent have to agree to it. But not a restructure where you just push money back, but just a straight up pay cut of you're making $21 million a year. If you are okay bringing that number down a little bit, then you stick around, you keep playing, you keep making your money, and we can take some of your money and keep our guy Randy Gregory, and we can go about business that way. So that is Scoops Kavanaugh with a report that is not a report because I'm not a reporter or a journalist. I'm a radio man who just happens to know a bunch of people and hear a bunch of things. I believe Amari Cooper will be gone, and I believe... I don't I won't say I believe strong enough that I think Tank is taking a pay cut. I would just say make sure that's on your radar along with they could move on from him, they could restructure, but I think pay cut is a very real possibility. And then using some of that money to keep their off-season priority number 1, which is Randy Gregory. And on to the final scoops Kavanaugh. The scuttlebutt I have heard from some people who would know is that the Cowboys aren't crazy or dumb and their number one concern, the number one thing that people are very, very unhappy with is the offensive line play of this past year and that that going into the NFL draft is going to be the place where they are going to spend a lot of their time and if it falls properly, their resources would be making sure we can figure out how do we get this offensive line back to where it was, and that will involve new players. So there's your scoopage. Amari Cooper, I believe, will not be on the team. Hmm. Tank Lawrence, I don't have a bold prediction. Just have it on your radar that pay cut is a definite possibility. Randy Gregory, priority number one in the offseason. Offensive line, priority number one in the draft. Those are your scoopages. Now, here's your questions from the people, which I believe in doing questions from the people. This is from a guy on Twitter named Jeffy Pants. Assuming, I love how many draft questions you guys have already. Assuming we get wiped out at 24, no Tyler Linderbaum, no N'Kobe Dean, no Kenyon Green, etc. Would you try to throw that first at Tampa for Vita Vea? They probably wouldn't because he's awesome. But without Brady, are they really in win-now mode? They might. Tampa might still be in win-now mode just because that division sucks. Like, New Orleans is in cap hell, and um, Carolina's awful. It's just a really bad division. This is going to be a really weird thing to do during a live video, okay? But your boy is about to have to walk across the room a little bit because I have a dog who just laid down on the floor and pulled the cord that plugs in the monitor out, which means that right now I can't see my monitor, which means that right now when I'm done, I can't end the video because I can't see the button to end the video. Now we're plugged back in. Don't worry about it, pup. It's your house, girl. I love you. You do whatever you want. I'm going to climb back into the frame now. I'm back. Back to your mailbag. Please don't do it again. Please. Um... I could get Vita Vea for number 24 overall, would I do it? You can't. Cowboys don't have the money for it. We're sitting here talking about how they can save money to try to keep players. I don't think they can do that. Bobby Buckets, 
What kind of cardio do you have to have to be out of shape from climbing off the couch to plug something back in? Is Linderbaum your top-rated O-lineman or just our target because he's a possible mid-20s pick? My top O-lineman at the moment would be Evan Neal, offensive tackle, Alabama. My number two offensive lineman is Iki Ikuanu from NC State, offensive tackle. Then I get to Linderbaum. Linderbaum, Charles Cross, offensive tackle, Kenyon Green, A&M guard, those kind of guys. It's a good year for offensive line. I just need one of them to make it. And if not, Zion Johnson, the Boston College guard, he's also worth number 24 overall. Cole, 457. Traylon Burks or Jamison Williams? And is there a player each reminds you of in the NFL? Traylon Burks is the giant wide receiver from Arkansas. Jamison Williams is the burner from Alabama. And I will tell you, as the wide receiver whisperer, I actually have Burks ahead of Williams at this point. Traylon Burks is kind of raw in terms of route running, the different routes that he was or I guess wasn't asked to run at Arkansas. His game was fairly simple at Arkansas, but he's hell on wheels with the ball in his hand in the screen game. He plays above the rim down the field like a power forward. Traylon Burks is currently my wide receiver two behind Garrett Wilson from Ohio State. And Traylon Burks is some sort of combination of the Ole Miss dudes, DK Metcalf and A.J. Brown. I don't think he's quite as fast as DK, but I'm just trying to draw the right picture of the player. And Jamison Williams is... uh, if you've got a comp, give it to me. Like my first thing I think of is Deshaun Jackson and that I think his best routes are straight down the field, post deep over route where you're running away from coverage and you just lay it out there and let him go get it. Uh, so for now, that's what I'll leave you with. Cause I haven't really put a lot of thought into it. Tolo Paul, what position do you think is the deepest in this year's draft and do the Cowboys need that position so far? I'm about 40 players into this draft class. The offensive line class looks really good. The offensive line class, you'll have Northern Iowa's pending will go in the first round with Cross, Iquanu, Neal, I think. So that's at least four. Maybe Raymond, the – I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank on his school right now. He was a tight end two years ago. He was at the Senior Bowl. Uh, he's a super athlete at tackle. At guard, I've given you names. Kenyon Green, Zion Johnson – uh, there's a whole bunch of other dudes I got to watch. Offensive line is going to be good, and I think it's something that the Cowboys absolutely positively need. So that's pretty good for them. At Hammer, Z88, more important, top five offensive line with a bottom 10 D-line or top five D-line with a bottom 10 O-line? Give me the O-line. How your quarterback plays is the most important thing in football. And the good thing about an offensive line is they can affect how your quarterback plays and they can make your running backs good. D-Barbs, after Juju's comments yesterday, what are your thoughts of bringing him in? Would you try and clear some space for with Amari for Juju and Gallup slash Wilson? I hadn't really thought about Juju as a realistic possibility because the Cowboys just like keeping their own guys more than anything. But boy, would Juju ever fit in Dallas, right? Man that loves his TikTok. David Hellman would love him. Uh... Yeah, I mean, it's possible. I wouldn't bet on it. I just feel like they love their own so much. 
that if and when Amari Cooper's not here, it probably means they'll see if they can get a little bit of a sweetheart deal with Michael Gallup, maybe bring back Cedric Wilson or Malik Turner, go draft a guy. I think that's the more likely route. At Cheatmo, Quentin Bohana disappeared. What's up with that? Six-round pick, I think to set the expectation that you're going to get big returns from a six-round pick is setting yourself up unrealistically. If he's able to be a rotational guy that gives you some help as a run defender this year, that'd be great. But again, six-round pick. A lot of them don't make teams. So to get a contribution from one or a good contribution from one is just a big-time bonus. And they, they're going to need that. They need, I wouldn't put it on Bohana because he's a six-round pick, but Golston and Osa, those dudes are going to have to be a fairly big part of what you're doing next year. All right, that'll do. Scoops Kavanaugh. Hit you with the scoopage. Hit you with some mailbag and some draft stuff. We'll be on from 2 to 7 today, of course, on 105.3 The Fan, your home of the Cowboys. Myself, Broadus is out today, Gavin Dawson, Lucius Alexander. We'll have a good time. So tune in, watch us, enjoy yourself, and remember, be cool to everyone. That's not how it goes. You have no idea what anyone's going through, so be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye.